United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Let's talk about the International Day of Peace and the Peace Day Challenge. It's coming up September the 21st. It was created by the United States Institute of Peace. The idea was to raise the profile of the International Day of Peace to affirm peace as a real and practical alternative to the violence we see every day in the news. This is the stated purpose from the United States Institute of Peace. To discuss it more fully is Jill Welch, Vice President of External Relations at USIP, tweeting at Jill O. Welch. Jill Welch, welcome. Thank you for being on POTUS today. It's good to be with you. Good morning. So talk about the goal. First of all, what happens on the International Day of Peace? Well, so this is a really exciting opportunity that happens every year. And as you said, it'll happen on Saturday, September 21st. But this year leading into it, what is happening is that in the face of the violence we see every day in the news, each of us around the country and around the world are having an opportunity to take an action, however big or small, of our own to make peace possible together. So this year, um, we're we're really building up to the theme, peace is possible, it takes action, it takes all of us. You know, the the uh, the joke, of course, the, the, the sort of running story of, of you know, the, the um, when any of the beauty pageants, what do you hope for? World peace. Uh, and, and, you know, small pieces in, uh, on parts of this are important. But the question is, how do people get involved in this? Because it does seem like such an unattainable goal. I mean, it's it's a, a wonderful goal, but it seems like, oh, man, this is way too big for me to do anything about. So how do you make the small into the large? Well, one thing I think that's really important to realize is the reason peace is possible is it's through the practical actions that people take every day. And so at USIP, we're working on top down and bottom up. So this is really a bottom up initiative. This is something each of us can do. And there are tons of ideas on our website at USIP.org slash Peace Day Challenge. But, you know, it ranges. I mean, if you're an individual and you're a parent, you can you can have um, you can read a story to your young child about peace, about a, a famous peace builder or even an everyday peace builder. If you're a teacher, you can engage your class in a discussion about their peace priorities and how they can help achieve them. If you're an individual, you can volunteer on an issue that matters to you or engage with someone with whom you disagree with an open mind. So again, all these ideas are on USIP.org slash Peace Day Challenge. But the point is really to do something of your own to mark the day and then take a picture of it and use the hashtag Peace Day Challenge. If you do that, if you if you end up taking a photo with hashtag Peace Day Challenge, you're going to be part of an interactive mosaic that is going to show how all of us together doing our parts um, add up. Jill Welch with us, Vice President of External Relations, United States Institute of Peace. Obviously, um, you know, make peace in your neighborhood, make peace in your family. There's small things you can do and just sort of think about it as writ large. But I wonder, from the global perspective, what are considered the causes of, of unrest that, that, that make it more difficult for peace to be achieved? Is it, is it individual? Is it uh, economic conditions? Is there any sense of what the greatest challenges are for world peace? Well, USIP um, was asked by Congress to convene a task force on prevention and fragility um, in the last year. And that report came out this year. And that's been featured on your show, I think, um, several times. But basically, there are many conditions that lead to violent conflict. But what's really important is there are preventative actions that can be taken. 
at the policy level and at the at the grassroots level. And so what USFP's work does is to basically work at both of those levels um, in fragile states. And there's a, a heavy consensus right now in the policy circle on the need for prevention. So focusing on some of those um, those factors where the social contract between the government and the people is broken, there are things you can do to try um, to bring resolution to that. How much of this uh, is caused by ignorance? I mean, the idea of not knowing the person with whom you are, at, if not at war, at least in disagreement. Well, I think that, you know, some of our greatest um, forefathers and foremothers have always said that education um, really is one of the greatest weapons we have um, for peace. Um, and so I think um, education is necessary in order to to combat some of the, the disagreements. It's really fascinating when you see some of the dialogues um, that are done um, by USIP and by other people who are trained by USIP. It's really fascinating to see how you can shift a mindset or a conversation or at least give people the tools to resolve conflict nonviolently because there will always be conflict, but it doesn't have to escalate into violence. Once again, we have with us Jill Welch, Vice President of External Relations, United States Institute of Peace. Is it just coincidental that this is happening, this uh, Peace Day Challenge and the International Day of Peace on the 21st, just as the United Nations General Assembly is getting ready to meet? Well, um, the U.N. did declare this International Day of Peace on September 21st, so I think the timing uh, is, is actually very, uh, very intentional. Uh, the Peace Day Challenge, as you said, is something that USIP started four years ago to give everybody a chance to participate and do their action and to, to use it on social media with a hashtag Peace Day Challenge and show how peace is possible. It takes action and it takes all of us. And, and again, some of the ideas that you have listed on the site spread the word about an organization that's working to help people affected by violent conflict, hold an event, engage in an act of volunteerism, help diffuse or resolve a disagreement. That sounds uh, like peacemakers of tomorrow, if, 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 if there is such a thing. Yeah, I think that um, for me, that's one of the most inspiring things to see happen. Um, and we have the tools um, on the website to help people do that. But, you know, some of it is is about having an open mind and actually doing some active listening and really listening to the other side and understanding where the concerns are in order to be heard oneself. The website, again, if you go to USIP.org slash Peace Day Challenge, correct? That's correct. Thank you. All right. It'll happen on the 21st. Thanks for joining us, Jill. I appreciate it. Thank you. Great to talk to you. Jill Welch, Vice President of External Relations, United States Institute of Peace. We have talked several times about this or this uh, the, the study they've done. And, of course, the event itself is happening this weekend. And you can find it at the website. She is tweeting at Jill O. Welch, J-I-L-L-O-W-E-L-C-H. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.